found out about the bar after a month in town. This dimly lit dive bar in downtown Hastings, New Zealand. Money-conscious backpackers show up every Friday at happy hour for sausages, patties, and salad. All free, with a beer. I worked at an apple orchard with some of my hostel mates, and we decided to go together after a nine-hour shift on Valentine's Day. We each get a beer and settle into a booth. Soon, familiar faces from the hostel began trickling in. All of us crowded out onto the dance floor. A German guy I worked with pulled me up to dance. I awkwardly did this weird robot dance move that I'd seen Jimmy Fallon do once on Lip Sync Battle. Back at the hostel, I hung out with two of my friends, Aiden and Solomon, in the rec room. Over wine, we played pool, we looped glow sticks around our wrists, we lounged around with the 200 balloons that Aiden had blown up that very day as a birthday surprise for Solomon. By the time it was midnight, I'd had too much to drink, stumbled towards the bathroom, and that's when the German guy pulled me aside. He wanted to talk. So after a quick pee, I walked through the kitchen into the dining room where I found him sitting alone. Um, German guy is a tall dude with shaggy blonde hair that grazes his broad shoulders. Aiden and Solomon secretly called him Thor, like the Marvel superhero Thor. Thor smiled at me when I sat down across him. We talked aimlessly for what felt like a long time. He'd always been friendly and kind to me. He gave me advice when I had a spat with another German in the hostel. We discussed films, and he made all of us laugh by pointing out that our manager at work resembled the actor Clint Eastwood. Which is why when he began acting strangely, popping loose my glow stick and asking me to put it around his wrist, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. He's drunk. He doesn't know what he's doing. At some point, I toggled the countdown timer on my Fitbit. Okay, I told him. We have to get up early for work tomorrow. I'm setting a timer right now, two minutes. Say what you want to say, and then we're going to bed. That's when he grabbed my wrist and told me to stop the timer. Then he said, I like you, and I think you should break up with your boyfriend. You're listening to Story of Your Quarter Life, a show where we feature stories about feeling lost in your 20s and 30s. All of us didn't really think that he would do that. And finding new ways to build a meaningful life in Singapore and beyond. I feel like Erisus is so aggressive. I'm just like, can you calm down? I can't deal with this right now. Thor kept on talking and... I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but I don't remember much else of that conversation. What sticks out the most vividly was staring into his blue eyes, feeling totally drunk and in shock. 
Then it clicked in my head. Oh my god, he wants to sleep with me. Thankfully, Solomon came in to check on me right then. I left with him on the pretext of picking up my backpack from the rec room. Then I snuck through another door, back to my room. After firing off a few texts to my boyfriend and best friend in Singapore about the incident, I took a shower and knocked out in bed. I got up at 6am to a cold, misty morning. Only five of us showed up to work that day. We raced down row after row, tying tree branches onto wires. Thor kept his distance, and that was just as well. I needed space to turn over the incident in my head. First of all, I felt betrayed. Up till then, it seemed as though we were just friends. The thought that he was friendly just because he wanted something with me, that felt objectifying. And bringing up my relationship issues seemed like foul play. Okay, a little context here. My boyfriend and I had been dating for close to a year. We got along well. We both liked film, hiking and cooking. The common interests were there. The bond was there. But somehow when it came to envisioning a future together, that stumped us. It felt like gazing into a crystal ball, intently willing a sign to appear. The plan was to keep working on the relationship, even as I left for a working holiday in New Zealand. The hope was that, given enough time, the fog would fade away to reveal this picture of a happy life together. Some of the hostel friends knew this story because I sketched out the broad contours of the situation when the topic of relationships came up. So how could Thor suggest I break up with someone that I loved, all because he wanted a holiday fling? That really pissed me off. But talking to friends, both from back home and in the hostel, brought up different perspectives. They suggested that, hey, you never know, maybe he really does like you. Maybe it isn't just for sex. Go clear the air with him. So Thor and I made plans to speak. The sky was dark by the time he came back from a trip to the next town. When we met up in the dining room, he said he wanted to go somewhere else. A nearby park or maybe seek the privacy of my car because he was afraid that others in the hostel would hear us. Alarm bells went off in my head as he marched out of the hostel. I trailed behind him, feebly asking why we couldn't just peek back inside. After some back and forth, we settled outside a church at the end of the street. Without going into the details, the hour-long conversation made it abundantly clear that his interest in me was purely superficial. He said, I don't actually like you. I just have, well, an interest in you. 
When I turned down his proposition to hook up, he shook his head saying it was a shame. He thought we could have had a fun one or two months together. Wrapping up the conversation, I asked, Hey, we can still be friends, right? That's when he stated emphatically that he didn't think it was possible. To him, men and women can't just be friends. And, oh, he wanted to walk back to the hostel separately. The anger truly hit me only in the following days. We stopped talking. In the hours spent tying cables at work, I thought a lot about why I was so angry. As all of this unfolded, I soon found out that I wasn't the only one in the hostel getting mad at him. So maybe we can start, if you can tell me what happened, like how did you start talking about this topic? Okay. Yeah. You can start if you want. Actually, he's talking to you in the beginning, so... Yeah. Um, so, last night... That's Nola and Alison. The girls were chilling in the dining room one evening when Thor joined them. I have three best friends, Guy, and a lot of friends also, but just really my best friend is like my brother because I know them 10 years at school, so it's like really natural and for me it's not, I'm not thinking more than friendship, you know, and I know for, for them it's exactly the same. And when I when I explained this, the guy with I talk, he say, uh, no no no, I'm not really uh, really really mad, you know. For him, it's like if you speak with the girl, it's just for sex, or just um, you know, if feeling like really, it's not just friendship. It's really really on defensive, you know really mad and really because he don't want to 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 listen my opinion he always says the same actually always and always and we are wrong and he's not really listening what we say so he just said you are wrong yeah. yeah and he didn't try to explain why he believes men and women cannot just be friends how explain in the fact that he is this way he thinks it's this way so every other man thinks the same way yeah. than him. It's not just sex, it's just like... It's really important to have friends, also guys and also girls, because it's really important to have a mixed group, to know the, the different side, and because I grew up like that. So for me, it's like, it's really natural. We speculated about why he had this belief. Why do you think he's like this? Maybe because, I don't know, one day he, he was in love uh, with the girl and maybe the girl broke his heart and I don't know, maybe, but it's like in the past and you need to just take an evolution of this and I don't know, but... Heartbreak, as you've heard, was one theory. Eventually, I decided, why speculate? Why not hear it straight from the horse's mouth? Yeah, like... The fact that we are, that reproducing is like one of the biggest reasons why we are here probably. I mean, for me, it's like... for men? Both. Okay. I think for me, the two things, like... Yeah, the two big things is 
why we are like still live or why we are here is like um, reproducing. And the second thing is like fear of death. And you're saying yeah. that for both men and women. Yeah. Like a man who has, who could have many girls or who has many girls in his life, or let's, let's say even a girlfriend. And he has a friend. Uh, I mean, a friend is, who's a girl. And this girl is really attractive. He can't imagine to have sex with her. Okay. Because he's a man. And that's like how... Yeah, for, I mean, for me, that's nature. And yeah. So what do you think of guys like that? Who maybe they, have, they already have a partner, but they have a lot of close female friends. Hmm. Do you think they're doing anything wrong? Or what do you think? Thor and the French girls talked about this too. For him, sex gets in the way of men and women being friends. So then, the logical conclusion when sex is out of the picture is that... It's like, if your best friend don't have sex with you, it's because you are ugly. Because your, your best friend thinks you are ugly. Like, you're, he's not your type and you're not his type. Um, I think there are some female friends who are really friends for him because they are not attractive enough for him. So he's not interested in them. But yeah, in this case, it's not so important because he has someone in his life. Like, the girlfriend is the main person. But still, like, probably he has some friends, girls, and they are friends for him. But he could imagine to have to sleep with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. And I think that's not really being friends. When you can imagine to... Because so, so that's why you can't... They can't be friends, is what you're saying. That's how do you define friends. Of course, <laughs> they can be... They can be. I mean, but then it's a decision, you know? Decision to... To be first faithful to his girlfriend. And second, to don't... Try to have more with this other friend. Like, with this girl. Even though he, he could imagine something. So do you think it's wrong or it's cheating if he has a girlfriend and then there's still this other girl that he's attracted to and they're still friends? No, that's not cheating. Okay. That's like that's man's nature. So so then why is it a problem then? Obviously, his opinions did not go down well with the girls. But <laughs> you can say that because you don't know what happened in the mind of my best friend. You don't know him, you don't know me. It's like, it's really strange to judge people like that. Oh yeah, I was angry. Because I leaving and say, if I stay, I'm gonna punch him. <laughs> I just say, just don't say that, never again. Mm. And I just leave because, yeah. Because for me, why have this discussion if you don't want listening what the people in front of you have to say? Why talk about this? Mm. It's just useless. It makes me anger because when you say, yeah, but you friends probably think you're ugly. Just never say that. Mm. You don't know nothing about the situation. And actually, I think it's, how we say, offensive. Like, uh, for the girl to listen to this, it's just, <laughs> why did you say that? It's just, no, just shut up, actually. <laughs> 
Thor also had ideas on how women approach friendships and relationships. For me, it's, it, I don't know, I, I have it so clear in my head. It's a biological thing. Of course, for, you can say it's bad or it's not good, but the thing for me is like, and not just for me, a girl, a woman, basically can just have one child from one man. She has to be sure that the man, at least like in the past, of course, but I think these things are still inside us. He has to be sure that this man is like emotionally stable, a good provider, something like this. So a woman wants to have a, the best man they can, of course. And it's about these kind of things. And so if a woman finds a better man, kind of, I think she starts the testing the old one. Let's say if you are like in love with a guy and, or you always hope that um, one day he will find, uh, fall in love with you, but you spend time with him and time and time and it's not going to happen. And I don't know if you can imagine this. Usually like women don't stick with this guy for, I don't know, years. Yeah, if the man wants more than friendship and if he's into her and if he's like really like focusing on her, spending time with her, no other girls. That's usually the case when he has, still has hope that um, one day like she will see that I'm ex I'm the best man and then they are wondering why I, like, I do all these things for her but she doesn't want to see that um, yeah, when did, when does she finally see that, that that I'm the one but she will never see it. But then that's for if there's some like romantic intention behind it, right? But if it's just being friends between men and women is do you think it's not possible i mean you you have sorry you have female friends right you have close female friends or are most of your close friends guys mm, i mean i don't know what is close for you because like i mean especially now i'm here and they would be in germany and stuff obviously like i don't text with them every day or something but I like there are some girls or and right now I have especially one girl in my mind and for me she's a friend but I think for, for I'm I'm a bit more for her right now you're a bit more for her yeah and that's like the opposite oh, so you're saying she's interested in you yeah I mean I mean at least she could imagine more I don't know how close you have to be to to someone to consider someone as a friend, but right now there are other girls and I'm not really sexually interested. Right now they are a friend, but yeah, I think they want more from me. Because that's just right now. I mean, right now no girl comes to my mind or at least not really mm. when I, where I think it's like the opposite, but in the past, of, co of course, like I was in the situation where I was like a friend for someone else and I actually I wanted more. But still like girls, usually they lose interest when they see it. it's not going to get further. Like they, the guy doesn't really show interest. In all my years of dating, there was only ever one person I could see a long-term future with. I wanted a life together with him. Everyone says not to compare between your relationships, but 
I couldn't help but wonder. What was the secret ingredient that made me feel so certain about the future back then? Why was it missing in all my other relationships? I loved my partner, but was there something missing in that love that kept me from committing for the long haul? Most people fall in love quite a few times in their lives. Well then, how can you tell when you're really in love? Coming up, we talk about choosing a partner. Actually, I think men don't have to apologize that they are attracted by beauty because if the society would say like that's like superficial, you should also love the fat girls for who they are. Sorry for saying fat, but then you could also say to a woman, no, I think you should also love this needy, uninteresting man. This is Story of Your Quarter Life. I'm your host, Erin. Thor views the world with the overarching belief that all human behavior is motivated by the desire to reproduce. It's no surprise that he looks at love through the same lens. What is considered love to you? And is it different between men and women? Because it sounds like you have some ideas on how attraction is different for men and women. Hmm. So what about for love then? Mm. I mean, it's also different. But, I mean, like love, uh, first of all, it's just a word. And nobody... I mean, you can like uh, say it, it's this and this, but I mean, so many people have like different meanings. Of yeah, of course. Have. But for me, of course, like, I mean, I think that's that what most of the people think. You can be in love, and that's the first, that's the beginning usually when you have really this. Everything's really exciting and everything and stuff, but and then usually later it's, it's just love, but. Yeah. You feel close to someone. There's a bond. Of course, it's it's not as exciting as it was like during the first weeks. But yeah. And I know it's what we think about love is something romantic and but actually it's just a, it's just like chemics or emotions and everything and and okay, so that's what it is for you mm, yeah, I mean. What is it for you? Maybe you can tell me what is it for you. I agree with you when you say that it means a lot of different things to different people. And it's such a broad term, right? It's not even just for between men and women, but of course you have love like from like parents, among friends. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I guess for like what we're discussing right now, we're just talking about like romantic love, right? Between partners yeah like whether you're gay yeah. or you're straight right? yeah 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 so it's a tough one because i don't think i have an answer myself 
But I think the best kind of love is the kind that's unconditional. So of course you have someone that you really respect and that you admire. Uh, and of course, then there's the physical aspect of it where you're, you are like sexually attracted to the person or physically attracted to the person. But at the same time, like you want the best for them in their lives and you want to support them, even if there are times that you don't agree with it. So it's equal parts making that choice of being with the person, sticking with them through the things that you go through in life, and then the other part of it being just that feeling that you have and, of course, like the sexual part as well. So I think it's both things. Hmm. What are you looking for then? Yeah. In terms of what? In terms of female companionship. I love... <laughs> I mean, I'm looking for... A girl I consider as attractive, so I mean physically, because that's important. And let's just make the example of I know it's bad, but she's just really fat. Then I am not sexually attracted, it, and I cannot like fake it. And of course, I don't want to fake it. Yeah. it, it but it's not bad because. I mean, I don't actually, I don't have to apologize for this because if, and that's actually what I think society right now just tries to do is that, of course, the, the beauty standards are crazy, but let's say right now society tries to tell us men should love bigger girls and this kind of things. And being big is like, it's good, but obviously it's like even not healthy for them. The thing is, actually, I think men don't have to apologize that they are attracted by beauty because if the society would say that's like just superficial, you should also love the fat girls for who they are. Sorry for saying fat, but but then you could also say to a woman, ah, yeah, you are superficial. You just like this like uh, self-confident, strong, emotionally stable guy. But no, I think you should also love this needy, um, uninteresting man. Well, that's not the same thing, right? So what it's if the same thing. You're talking one thing is the physical part and the other part is emotional, right? So if you're telling girls that they should accept guys who are fat, then I would say yes, it's the same thing. No, not emotional. It's like character, characteristics, like about <clears throat> his personality. I don't think it's quite the same thing as being like, oh, then telling women that they have to accept a man who is needy or independent because it's like a physical thing versus a yeah but who says that one is better than the other i mean so it's the same to you then for me it's like men are attracted by this and women are attracted by this also women are attracted by the emotional stability and all that yeah by the character like more, more, than, more than the physical aspect yeah i mean definitely there are so many beautiful girls with with ugly men and when i was younger i thought what the fuck is wrong why like she can have so many better men but then i understood it's not about how he looks it's about how he is but there are so many guys who have difficulties to find a woman because they don't have the right mindset and their personality is not really good and they are not raised as a man they are raised in a, in a society where being masculine is 
bad. Maybe we are going to have problems in the future. I mean, we already have problems now because society tells us that men should be more feminine. And that's a thing right now. But I think deep inside us, women want a masculine man and men want a feminine woman. It shouldn't be that hard to find someone then. Because mm. if you use Tinder, you can ah. like you can sort through the looks first before you get to know them, right? During their debate, Noah and Allison also nudged him towards Tinder. You want to meet a girl, so we go to the bar. And we tell him, if you just want to have sex, because apparently it's what you want, why you don't uh, go on Tinder? Because it's the best thing for, for our sex. And he say, oh no, it's not real. But for me, just go to, in a bar for find a girl and have sex with her, it's not real neither. It's just sex. You mm. can have sex everywhere. So... Maybe for him it's like if I see the person and I meet the person in real life, that makes it a bit more special than Tinder. But do you ask him why it's different for him? Oh, I think it's maybe because he don't really want to reading, send to the people. Like talk on, yeah. like uh, message and yeah, all. Yeah, I think it's an issue. He really can't in his body for do everything. I think it's for that he don't want to use Tinder because when he met girl in public, he just yeah use his body. Oh, so you mean if it's Tinder because even though you can put the picture, yeah, you still have to use your personality yeah. to talk to the person. Yeah, I think it's maybe for that now. But Thor claims it's more than just a body. Instead. Dating apps like Tinder don't line up with what he believes are the natural laws of love and relationships. Tinder is good for girls because uh, Tinder is really, it gives women so much power. But if it's a numbers game, right, and for you, like, physical attractiveness is a must-have, if you use the app and you just swipe on everyone that you find attractive and... For me, it's first of like first of all, it's problems. To, it's a. I think on Tinder there are not so many beautiful girls, because beautiful girls. They find like men in real life without any problems, like beautiful girls don't need Tinder because they are, they cannot help themselves like from, invitations. I don't know. So, so you're saying they have. I think. They, are, they don't need to resort to using a dating app. Yeah, I think they are much more, let's say, in terms of like how they look. They are much more like average girls. I have like problems to find beautiful girls there. So I think I have to swipe like um, left. No, I don't know. Like to... Not, makes me say no. Yeah, to say no like to so many girls and... Tinder, like that's also like about algorithm, algorithm, and of course Tinder wants that you use Tinder, and phew, I can be the best guy on earth, but I can suck uh, on Tinder if I don't like do what the algorithm wants. Then I'm really on the bottom of the deck. 
and like there are much more men than women i think let's say i'm there but i'm just like number 500 and like girls have to thrive 500 times to see me yeah i mean of course maybe for men who have a really good who really like have nice pictures who took really like good pictures and of course they should also be attractive or they should there should be something in the picture that attracts girls and then maybe the text should be nice mm -hmm. but let's say like let's say for me here if i would say like yeah i'm i'm from germany i'm here for a few days want to meet and then of course like all the at least the local girls like they figure oh for a few days okay so I mean, what can happen? I mean, he wants to have sex with me and that's it. And then I'm never going to see him again. Because well, I'm sure some of them are actually would be fine with that, right? I don't know. Maybe, but I thought like this, but I, I don't know, actually. When it comes to love, physical attraction isn't everything. Male or female, friend or partner... The French girls and I give more weight to other things when we choose who we want in our lives. Like the personality, values or beliefs. That's where we have some grounds for agreement with Thor. No matter how small it seems. Um, yeah. Of course, like a girl that is like what I consider as attractive in terms of how she looks. But then, um, yeah... Lovely, supportive, honest, of course. Um. Yeah, I think we can be attracted by someone who look pretty, but after when we talk with them, we can just say, oh, it's gonna be a good friend. We don't just talk to the physique. We just not think, oh, I'm gonna, I just won't have sex with them. It's, it's all. Mm. We just keep going to talk with them mm. and know about him. And more we talk, more we can be friends. And uh, yeah, in the beginning we just maybe think to have sex, but after we just forget. And it's all. Actually, maybe for him it's the same thing, right? Let's say if he finds a girl, who knows, maybe after one month, two months, he also likes like, okay, the sex is enough. Actually, I talked to this person and it's not interesting. You're still yeah. not going to stay together with the person. Yeah. yeah. Days after the argument... Thor approached Nola to apologize, but he still stands by what he said. He told me like he had friends with girls in Germany, but for him, they are not really pretty. It just, you are my friend because I think you are not pretty. For me, it's strange because, for example, my best friend I think they are, they are pretty. That's the other thing also. Like He has a certain point of view of what a beautiful person is or what a pretty person is and he thinks it's the same for all men. Yeah. But maybe the f female friends that he thinks is not good looking, other people might think they're really yeah. beautiful. So you accept his apology? Yeah, I accept because uh, I think we have a relation before. For me, it's like a friend. I appreciate because for me, it's like also important to make apologize and for me, it's normal. 
but yeah I accept because it's okay it's not um, a bad person you know I I am um, I think it's a good person but it just just clumsy but he just need to open his mind mm. I I hope just for him mm. just uh, because I think he just miss something in this life yeah. because for example if he have a friend girl maybe he's really happy so he can miss a good moment yeah. with people and taking this way mm. yeah good moment good memories yeah Yeah. Okay. All the packaging. A week after that, I ended the relationship with my boyfriend. The incident with Thor and how I reacted to it made me realize why the relationship was stalling. There were several reasons, and a big one was this. In love, many people want more than just someone attractive. We want the full package, the wit the kindness, the ambition, and so much more. I've always wanted an equal partnership, to love someone as fiercely as they love me. To be part of something where it was two complete wholes coming together, rather than two halves codependently fitting each other. But I felt shaky about my own identity or who I want to be. How could I expect to find answers of a life with somebody else? Psychologist Robert Sternberg developed the triangular theory of love. The theory says that love is made up of three components, intimacy, passion, and commitment. Relationships succeed when a balance is struck among all three. What that looks like is feeling emotionally close and bonded to your partner, sexually attracted to them, while also making the choice to stay with them and work towards shared goals. I like that picture of a relationship. But first, I need to be my own independent person. We're really in love. Thanks for tuning in to the show today. For any feedback or comments, check out our episode or show notes on how to reach us. This has been Erin on Story of Your Quarter Life. You'll hear from us again soon. Bye! And I don't know who else. And there'll be others, I suppose. Oh, no.